Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hey, guys. It is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun, too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino-style games to choose from, with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere. And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. How do we do this? Stay down. This is Comic Cast. On podcastarena.com. Here's your geeks, John Lee and Michael Carroll. Oh, hello there, Internet. Welcome to issue 483 of Comic Cast. I'm Michael Carroll alongside John Lee. John, how are you on this fine Sunday? Oh, it's a beautiful Sunday, isn't it? Like it's, it's very nice. Gorgeous outside and yeah, I'm doing well, man. Uh, how are you doing? I'm doing all right, man. I, I, I'm talking to you. I got Nick's heat on in the background, and it's 2023. This is weird in the playoffs. What a day it is. Yeah, man. Glorious uh, go- glorious couple of weeks of basketball and baseball season and the NFL draft just happened. And yeah, there's a, a lot going on in the sports world and the comic book world, too. So... Yeah, man, I can't. Uh, I, I should just take my computer and microphone outside and uh, do the, the <laughs> podcast outside. It feels wonderful outside, right? It does. Uh, yeah, and it, there is a lot going on in the sports world, but like you said, there is a lot going on in in our world, in our comic cast world. Um, but this is the first week, funnily enough, where we're not focusing on The Last of Us. We're not focusing on The Mandalorian. We're focusing on ha- headlines, specifically trailers. There was a surprising amount of trailers. Where, like When I was starting to prep, I was like, oh, yeah, this trailer dropped. Oh, yeah, this trailer dropped. There's actually quite a few. So we'll get to talking about those along with some news of our own that affects us as the podcast. Uh, but first, you can follow us on social media. I'm at producer Mike975. And I'm at One Punch. And you can rate, review, share, subscribe to the podcast and all your favorite podcast platforms. Five stars. That'd be cool. Really appreciate it. Uh, first off, Jong, the news that regards us is that we are officially back at Comic Palooza this year. Comic Palooza 2023. Here we come. Yeah. And man, I'm taking a look at the lineup and it's 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 pretty glorious. It's it's a very nice lineup uh, that I'm sure we'll highlight over the next few weeks. But specifically this week, I just wanted to mention Tanakh Huerta will be at this year's Comic Palooza. Uh, if for folks that don't know, he's Namor in MCU in Wakanda in Black Panther Wakanda Forever. So, what a huge name to have to the to the roster of of guests this year. 
Yeah, and uh, the boys heavy too. Keith Urban, oh, not Keith Urban. Uh, that'd be a, that'd be a <laughs> completely different uh, type of comic palooza. Uh, <laughs> if you see Keith Urban walking around comic palooza, you'd be like, "What the hell?" Uh, <laughs> um, uh, like Rodeo was uh, months ago. Um, no, no, Carl Urban. Anthony Starr and Jack Quaid all scheduled to be at Comic Palooza. So that's going to be kind of cool. And I think last year, Anthony Starr got sick or something and had to miss uh, Comic Palooza last year. Yeah, I believe so. I don't know if I don't remember if it was COVID related or what, but yeah, he was supposed to be at last year's event. I think, uh, well, who is it? Karen Fukuhara. She was the only one that ended up being able to attend from the boys' cast uh, because I, I want to say there was a, somebody else. I don't know if it was Carl Urban or not, but yeah, Anthony Starr returns. Carl 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 Urban is set. I wanted to say Keith Urban for a second for some reason, uh, but yeah, the the guest lineup is looking pretty nice so far this year. Um, and and last year, Jong was probably our busiest comic palooza to date in terms of we had four panels that in some way included comic cast, whether it was myself and jennifer or david or obviously you you know we had a lot of different events last year so i i don't know what we'll be involved with this year as of yet but i can only hope it's it's a lot of stuff like that like we were involved in last year yeah because you got to do panels and interviews and all that kind of jazz and uh and it you know the last year's event was the first time since 2019 right 2019 that uh we had a huge uh complete comic palooza um since covid so it's uh it was uh it was pretty glorious yeah last year's event was the closest event that was like like comic palooza pre-covid right Mm because they did have an event in 2021 but it was a bit smaller in terms of programming, in terms of guests. The it was only Saturday and Sunday. Uh, it was it was a little bit more limited in terms of attendance and everything. But last year felt bigger, and I can only imagine this year's feels will feel b- bigger as well as they continue to get back into the swing of things. And I mean, with this guest list already, with the events that they seemingly already have planned, it's it's looking bigger and better. Uh, better than ever and it's happening memorial day weekend may 26th through the 28th so for folks if you want to go check it out just visit the website you can get your tickets your comp- you can get your passes now they're currently on sale so check it out definitely get your tickets and j- jump in because comic palooza has been a blast every year that we've we've been a part of the, of the festivities so i can i'm just i'm excited to get back to it and and see what we'll do in terms of everything uh, with this year's event. Yeah. I uh, can't wait. It's man. It's not, not that it's a less, less than a month from now. I just realized yeah. that. Yeah. It's, we're, we're on just a few weeks away from it. So it, it's going to be coming up quicker than we expect. What are you looking forward to most for comic Palooza this year? Um, Taking Brie to to comic palooza and showing her around i think that'd be kind of cool um i mean um i don't know how well she'll do we'll see she's starting (laughs) to get stranger danger so it's uh one of those things where we hope for the best and um hopefully she doesn't throw a tantrum and we can stay for a little bit 
Has she been to a big event like that before as uh, yet, or no? No, nothing this big. Ooh, that'll be interesting. Yeah. <laughs> well, I'm excited for Bree. I'm I'm excited for you guys to see you guys. I always enjoy, you know, when you and and Teresa come through, obviously, and hanging out with you guys. And then of course doing the podcast. I I just always enjoy that. Which this year, should we say what we're podcasting about or should we save it? Um, yeah, we could, uh, yeah, go ahead. Okay. Well, this year's comic cast podcast will focus that, that will be live from comic Palooza, the show floor. I assume the show floor. We'll see. But our podcast will be about DC studios, new slate and the bright future that awaits it. Maybe, uh, that's not the exact title, but we are going to be focusing on the DC slate that James Gunn announced earlier this year. So we'll deep dive into that, what we can expect, concerns, all the things we'll be deep diving into DC. A change of things for us, because the last three comic paloozas that we've done a podcast from, they've all been Marvel Marvel related. So now we're switching things up and going DC this year. Yeah, it's uh, going to be a nice uh, change of pace. And, you know, the MCU, since we've been at Comic Palooza, it's been pretty uh, focused on on MCU content. And, and rightfully so, they, you know, they've been uh, killing it with uh, with everything. And, um, uh, you know, this is, uh, you know, last year was kind of, um, I guess, uh, a little bit different just because, you know, we, we kind of had this event after Endgame and, and got a, got more into like the the what's it called the um i guess the aftermath and kind yeah. of yeah so it's uh, it, it's yeah it's it's going to be different this year and hopefully we can get a good um you know dc has this bright future and hopefully that uh, we can you know be uh, we can at least shed some light into what we can be expecting and hopefully maybe by the time we we take the take the floor we might get some big dc news like casting wise and stuff like that so yeah it's gonna be uh exciting yeah and we were tossing around some ideas and like one of the ideas was to continue being marvel focused and you know with guardians of the galaxy should we focus on that but that might be too close to release you know there, there's a lot of things that we were kind of like tossing around but dc and well the video game adaptations with the last of us this year was also a possibility but it definitely felt like a year where we wanted to do something different that wasn't Marvel focused since we were so Marvel heavy the last couple. Yeah. Yeah. I'm, a, I'm looking forward to, to changing it up and uh, there's a lot to, to unpack and cover and, you know, there's different aspects that we can tackle this from and David for sure can talk a lot about like uh comic book related you know, just straight from the source material. I know he's a big Green Lantern guy and, you know, the the plans that they want to do with the Green Lantern Corps, uh, the Batman, the Batman stuff and the, the Superman stuff. And we still haven't gotten much on, I guess we haven't gotten much on anything, uh, on everything, but, um, you know, um, the, Trini- the Trinity, um, it's going to be very important. And uh, I would imagine it's going to feel different too. Oh, for sure. For, for sure. Yeah. And I, I wonder as we get closer, we may get some, like really the only thing we know is that James Gunn's working on Superman legacy and that there's pre-production. We do have the, the cast list for creature commandos, which we'll, we'll talk about all that when, when the podcast comes around for, for comic Palooza. But yeah, there's, there's a lot to, I think, break down and see because 
well, we'll get into it. I'll save that for the podcast. But uh, the exact title that has been approved is issue 487 of Comic Cast. DC Studios' new slate is set. Is a bright future for DC finally on the way? So that's our podcast title. Uh, look for it in the... I guess it would be on the app. You know, they've had the app and then they have programming uh, little booklets and things like that. So be on the lookout for Comic Cast. We'll be there. Last year, I think we were late in the day when we podcasted as well. We were like seven o'clock, I want to say, on Saturday. Mm-hmm. So we'll see if we are in the afternoon, early, whatnot. I, I, I just, I'm excited and can't wait. Oh, yeah, for sure. Uh, yeah, I think we, we were we the, no, no, we weren't the last ones. Uh, we had, uh, uh, we're like, I think second to last, weren't we? Something like that. I think so. Something like that. Because I think programming runs until like 11 o'clock or something like that on Saturdays typically. So, but I think in the schedule, we were like the second to last podcast for the day. So Mm -hmm. we'll see. We've been as early as 10 o'clock to as late as seven. So we could be anywhere in the mix. We could also be on Sunday. So I don't know. We'll have to wait and see. Yeah. It's going to be fun. And again, we'll bring you announcements of what we're doing exactly in terms of panels and things like that as we find them out. Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 3 reactions are coming in so far. One of the things that I've been seeing in the marketing so far is best Marvel movie since Endgame. And James Gunn delivers yet again. And, you know, just different highlights. We're... I mean, we'll find out sooner rather than later because Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 3 drops this Friday. Has this gotten you any more hype, Jong, seeing these reviews? Uh, yeah, I, I I, thought that there would get... Uh, I thought that the reviews were, were gonna, uh, would be a little uh, higher. Um, I think the last time, because right now it's sitting at 79%. And man, I'm just like, uh, I was like, oh man, I'm, I'm a little bummed that it's not in the upper eighties, you know? Um, yeah. I, yeah. So it's, uh, uh, it's, it's a little, it, it's a little concerning. Um, but, uh, I don't take, um, reviews as, as gospel, but it's, uh, it's kind of a litmus test to see like, um, like, oh, like what, should we be expecting kind of thing um so it's uh it's it's a little whelming that it's at 79 percent. maybe it goes a little higher once um once it releases but yeah it's uh there's already 104 reviews on guardians and that might be like a good sample size to see like how critics viewed guardians i did see a lot of like great reviews uh on guardians um from a lot of people and then some people said that the setup was great and it just kind of missed the mark and stuff like that and i think i think a lot of people said that um um, adam warlock was very underwhelming um and and so it's uh they said it's a a, i did see a lot of people say that it's very emotional so i mean which i I think we're all kind of expecting it to be kind of a you know um kind of a tearjerker and everybody's kind of calling that rocket's going to die, that kind of thing. So, yeah, I mean, I've, I've seen constant, like emotional, dark, but super funny, you know, one of the most emotionally appealing Marvel movies in a long time. Uh, I mean, 
the seventy nine percent doesn't bother me as much. Like to me, that's that's good, especially after what we got with Ant Man and the Wasp: Quantumania. Mm-hmm. It just that is a a greater sign uh, to the to the quality that we're gonna get, and just the seemingly job that James Gunn has done with these characters in terms of bringing their story to a close. We've we've seen I, I know who is it? Zoe Zaldana talk about she's she's done with Gamora and probably Gamora's done. The Guardians will maybe continue going on, but her time as Gamora seems to be over with. A lot of these characters, I'm expecting that sentiment from over the next few weeks, and especially once we learn the fates of a lot of these characters come the movie a release on Friday. Yeah. Um, yeah, this iteration uh, of Guardians would be, you know, um, I think, they're all kind of, I don't want to say all of them, but I think, you know, like, um, I think writing's on the wall for um, probably um, Chris Pratt. Um, you know, Sean Gunn is following James over to, to to DC. I mean, James Gunn's leaving. So I would imagine that somebody else is going to have to come in and, and direct uh, the next iteration of, of Guardians of the Galaxy. So, yeah, like, uh, this is kind of the swan song for everybody. Batista for, is for sure is done. <laughs> yeah. Um, uh, yeah, so it's, you know, this this iteration of Guardians is definitely um, not going to be coming back. I'm, and I'm curious, too, when folks say best Marvel movie since Endgame, I'm very curious to see how it stacks up because I think, you know, obviously – Ant-Man and the Lost Quantumania withstanding. Uh, we've had Shang-Chi. We've had Black Panther Wakanda Forever. We've had Spider-Man No Way Home. We've had very, very good entries into the MCU as to date. I wonder how this movie stacks up in, in the rankings for, for everything else that's come out from for the MCU specifically. I, that is a big, just a really interesting thought I've, I've seen. I, I'm sure it's just marketing hyperbole from whatever critic said that, but mm-hmm. still, it's it's interesting to showcase it in that light and and to invoke it at next to Endgame because Endgame was a send off in a way for certain characters. So Guardians Volume Three would make sense since it is seemingly a send off for a lot of the characters that we know from from the team. So I don't know. We'll we'll see come Friday. Oh yeah. Uh are you planning on watching it on Friday? Uh probably not Friday, probably Saturday is my guess. Okay. All right. Um yeah, I'm not quite sure if uh if if I'm going to be catching it if I have time to catch it this weekend. Uh, obviously need uh, somebody to watch Bree, but um but yeah, it's uh, I'm going to try to catch it in the next uh, in the first couple weeks. Got to, man. It's also, it's got two post-credit scenes. I should should mention that as well. So everyone, I mean, at this point, you 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 just stay through the credits through a Marvel movie. I mean, there's just that's that's what you do. Still baffle me baffles me when people walk up and leave. Like I just, what are you doing? Um, but I now is Guardians going to beat Super, Super Mario Brothers? Mm-hmm. No, 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 no. You're going to have to be Spider-Man to beat that. <laughs> well, yeah, because uh, Guardians may win the weekend, but so mm-hmm. far Super Mario is winning the winning the year. I still haven't had a chance to see it, but it becomes the first movie this year to cross a billion dollars. Uh, wow. Shout out to the plumber 
<laughs> everyone's favorite plumber. Like, well done. Wow. I, I guess I didn't expect it to do a billion. I, I shocked a little bit. I, I guess I shouldn't be because Mario is arguably one of the most recognizable characters in terms of just not just video games, but in just media. I feel like like you you know Mario. Mm-hmm. But wow, I just, I just didn't expect a billion. That's what a what a what a triumph for video game adaptations. Uh, yeah, um, I mean, uh, I'm looking at the uh, the just the numbers, the total numbers in uh, I mean Mexico, UK, Italy, of course, showing out um, uh, for for Super Mario Brothers. Uh, I think internationally, Mexico comes in first, sixty six million. Um, UK comes in second, fifty one million. And I believe oh, Spain at nineteen point eight million, and then Italy comes in fourth at seventeen point three million dollars. And oh, I'm sorry, China comes in at nineteen point seven. So China comes in in between, um, I think Spain and Italy. So it's uh, yeah, man, like uh, there, uh, there's uh, it. I mean, I don't, I. I mean, I think both of us. I, I have to go look at our predictions, but I. I almost feel like we both, either one of us or both of us, picked Super Mario Brothers to be the highest-grossing movie this year. Um, I mean, like anime, uh, animated movies like this, like freaking do so well because it's catered to everybody. But I also heard that this is catered more towards children than some of the other animated movies that have come out because you know some of those animated movies have adult humor in them as well just to keep the adults interested but you know it's mostly geared towards children. You know, Detective Pikachu was kind of geared toward geared towards children but the story was pretty decent enough to for adults to kind of sit through and, and watch it you know into the Spider-Verse that too so yeah, man, it doesn't shock me one bit. And most of the uh, almost fifty-two percent of the the gross comes from outside the U.S. Uh, inside the U.S. Uh, domestically, but almost it almost hit half a uh, half a billion dollars at four hundred ninety million dollars. So, uh, yeah, it's uh, it's not a shocker to me that this. Uh, I, I don't think I don't think it should be a shocker to anybody that this movie did so well. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to Chumbacasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No and did you say uh Japan? Like has it released in Japan as of yet? Uh no. There's no way oh, actually hold on. Let me Yeah, it it did uh it released this uh this is this is the opening weekend. Um, oh wow. Okay. Yeah, 14.3 million. Sheesh. It's just, 
this movie is not done making money. Like this oh, is no. going to be in this is going to be in theaters for a while. Yeah, and and yeah, I'm just looking at some of the other release dates um when they were released and it's weird that Japan gets this movie so late. Right? I would have yeah. expected it to be one of the firsts. Yeah, I mean the world premiere should have been in Japan. That's it's strange to me. Korea got it uh on Wednesday. Huh. 5.7 million. It's uh, yeah, you would think that East Asia would have gotten it first at least. I mean, premiered in Japan, huge Nintendo thing and maybe, you know, that 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 maybe that's a, a kind of a missed opportunity over there. Yeah, that seemed like it sheesh. Uh I was trying to find here it is. Here's our our predictions. Might have been Which, into this maybe uh across the Spider-Verse, maybe I, I feel like I feel like we the the most money the most the highest grossing movie of the year would be animated i mean that's kind of my thinking going into uh, going into it and i might have been completely wrong and pick something else well so far no you are going to be in the running for getting that one right because which films uh picture will gross the most by the end of 2023 you picked super mario brothers i picked mission impossible dead reckoning so still have to wait and see about that one but right now you are in the lead because this movie's already crossed a billion in just almost a month. Like it's almost been a month and it's, I don't see any signs of it slowing down this weekend. Obviously guardians is like I said, it's going to win the weekend, but I wouldn't be shocked if super Mario brothers hits number two and then like goes up back to number one. Like I, I could see it staying in the top, top five, top 10 for a while. Mm-hmm. And uh, the, I mean, I mean, to your credit though, a Tom Cruise, uh, like a picking a Tom Cruise movie is, uh, is 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 smart. Like that that guy's a weird, like he's an enigma, enigma. enigma. Uh, he's uh, he he, uh, yeah, he just he just makes a lot of money, man. I had this thought: Is he like? It feels like. Not in the same way that Keanu had a had a renaissance, but it feels like we, we've had like a little bit of a renaissance when it comes to Tom Cruise and Tom Cruise movies, as, like with with Top Gun Maverick and everything, like and and the way people are talking about Mission Impossible: Dead Reckoning. Mm-hmm. I just I don't know. I just feel like there's a genuine positivity about it all. Obviously, very weird cat, just weird, very weird dude about some stuff, but like when it comes to acting. And like there was, oh God, what was that poll I saw the other day where it was like movie star that you want to see most or something like that. Tom Cruise was like top two, top one, something like that. He was, he was up there. It's like everyone loves and wants to see a Tom Cruise movie. And it's just strange, right? Cause like, I don't, maybe it's just me. I don't run into anybody when I say, who's your favorite actor? I don't hear a lot of people say Tom Cruise necessarily. But maybe that's just my, uh, well, it's, I should say, it's obviously just my circle, but still, it's like, I don't know. I, it's just, it's weird to me. Yeah. Maybe it's because, I don't know, action's pretty, I mean, it, it, action's great, uh, very charismatic person. Um, yeah, maybe, I don't know, maybe that's it. Maybe, uh, maybe just people just genuinely like the way that, he 
I don't know, his movies, like just the knowing that he does his own stunts and do, doing that kind of thing. I don't know. that Maybe that's it. I, I have no idea why uh, his movies do so. I mean, like they just, they don't, they, they don't do, they're not mid. They're just like, they go, cr- like they just go crazy. They're like, you know, Fast and the Fear, The Rock generates a lot of money. And it's just like, it's crazy. Yeah. And it's, it's also like, he's, it's not like he's doing like, I'm trying to think of his last bunch of movies. They've been mainly action movies, like mm-hmm. with heavy stunts and all that. I can't remember the last one where it was just a drama and he's just, you know, just a, a person like in a law firm or whatever the case may be. It, it hasn't been anything like that in recent memory that I can, I can think of. It's mm-hmm. been these big action set pieces and you had the success of top top gun Maverick last year. And I, Again, this is going back to our preview episode of the year, but Dead Reckoning, I could see another big, big time reaction to that film just because it's it's Tom Cruise. Everyone loves him at this point. Yeah, it's uh, it wouldn't. I mean, Top Gun uh, went a billion and it would not surprise me if um, the next Mission Impossible does something similar. Did you ever see it? Did you did you see Top Gun Maverick yet? Uh, I've watched one second and then I had to, <laughs> I had to turn it off because, uh, Brie woke up. Oh, dang. I, I, it, right. it was, it was, it was turned on. It was get, I was firing it up and ready to go. And then, yeah. <laughs> just, okay. I'll, I'll get around to it. Okay. Yeah. Cause I, I am curious what your thoughts, cause again, it's a good movie. Uh, what we still have to wait for to determine if it's a good movie is The Flash, the second trailer, which, by the way, we're about to get into trailers because there were so many trailers this week. Uh, The Flash second trailer released a few days ago. What did you think about this new trailer for The Flash? Did it get you hyped in some way? Did it? Are you more hyped or anything like that? Because this one is much more explaining the story and what we expect. And I think this one touched on the emotional beats a lot more than the previous stuff did. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I mean, I, it's not. It, it, I have I have some strong opinions about this. Um, I, as a a fan of Michael Keaton, uh, Ben Affleck, uh, and and you know some of the other cast members in um, in that movie, I I do feel like. I want to watch it. Ezra Miller, the Ezra Miller thing really bums me out. Like not bums me out, but like it just, you know, it's, it's, I'm not, you know, it's not, it doesn't make me happy about the whole Ezra Ezra Miller thing and him still being, you know, the flash. Like there seemed like there was no repercussions on, you know, on, on anything. And so it just, it, it makes me a little upset it makes me a lot upset that he gets to keep doing, you know, these big movies like this. Um, Amber Heard is another one, um, which I don't think she's going to be in Aquaman that much. Um, but you know, there's other, other people that, you know, don't have the, the leash that, you know, Ezra Miller had. And it seems like the, the leash is very long. It seems like he's getting, you know, a bunch of enablers over there at, at, at Warner brothers. Um, I, you know, it, it feels, it feels icky to me and, um, I'll probably end up watching it one day. 
I don't know if I'm going to go when it's in theaters. I, I really don't. Now it's not like it, I'm a, when I'm sitting here on my high horse preaching all this. It's my my money is not going to you know sway whether or not this movie makes a lot of money. You know, it's just uh, you know it, the two of us go. It's you know. 25 30 bucks whatever it is and that's not going to hurt the bottom line but you know I, I do think there are a a small percentage of people that kind of feel like me too and um yeah it's just it, it's a bummer to me because i think if anybody else was a flash i'd be super stoked and what makes it crazier is like people are saying this is the greatest comic book movie of all time like and I guess it's a little bit of a hyperbole, but it's just, you know, it, people that have seen the the kind of the uh, unedited version, not the final version of the movie is like raving about this movie. Yeah, th- this movie, talking just brief, just f- about the movie itself, like I said, it, it, it seems to tug on the emotional heart strings a lot and using obviously Bruce Wayne's tragedy and using different other characters strategy to kind of inform Barry Allen on his decision-making and, and the tragedy that you, while it was horrible, it does like may help you form to become the person you are in a sense. Like I'm saying that probably in a wrong way, but it's just the battle scars that you have over time, make you who you are. Mm -hmm. Yes. They were tough when, when you went through them, but they continue to, you don't let those things define you necessarily. And you try and overcome those hard times or those tragic moments in your life and, and build upon it um, in some ways. And it seems like, you know, Bruce and and both Bruce's and other characters in the film will be teaching that to Barry Allen in the, in this movie. Obviously, it seems like when he goes back, Zod takes over in some way or is able to to wreck shop because there is no Kryptonian or the Kryptonian seems to be locked away or whatever the case. Like the movie itself. This, the concept of it, obviously it's an adaptation of Flashpoint. There's a lot from Flashpoint that they can't do, but what they are covering in this one is interesting. It looks good. Like I can't, I can't deny it. It looks good. But in the back of my mind, I'm like, Ezra Miller's still Flash. That sucks. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it still sucks. But the, the concept of the movie itself from seeing the old school Michael Keaton, Batwing, and everything like that. Like that stuff got me hyped for the movie in some way. I don't know that I'm necessarily more hyped. I wasn't like super hyped about the movie, but I am like pleasantly surprised in terms of how much I ended up liking this trailer. I, and I got to be honest, I didn't watch it during the week. I was just like, whatever, I'll catch it when I can. Mm-hmm. And in prepping for the podcast, I watched it. And then it was like, oh, okay. I get the beats that they're trying to go for. I get the story elements that they're trying to do. And it's, huh, it seems like it can be a good movie. Now we'll, we'll have to wait and see, but it just, it seems like a well put together, at least trailer for sure. Oh yeah. Um, I think, um, yeah, the trailer looks good. The, uh, there, there are complaints about CG. Um, yeah, I, there's a couple of spots that was a little weird. I, I yeah. can't deny that. Yeah. I mean, I think, yeah, I think some of those complaints are valid. Um, 
And then at, at this point, you know, every time we see these movies that come out and you're like, oh, man, the CG looks a little rough. You know, I think the biggest biggest um, example is probably like Black Panther. Um, I think they had uh, on Jimmy Kimmel, they had a, a fight scene the 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 actually the final fight scene. Uh, Jimmy Kimmel premiered it at, um, at on a show. And you're like, man, kind of looks a little weird, a little, a little rubbery. Um, it, the movement didn't look good and, and people are like, Oh no, give it, you know, give them some time. They're probably not done with it. And, and you're kind of like, you, you realize now that when they do premiere this kind of stuff at shows and trailers and whatnot, most of the production is actually already done. Like they're not yeah. going back and fixing it. So you're whatever you saw in that trailer, that's probably what you're going to get unless there's some kind of, you know, green screen or or some kind of removal of something like, you know, Infinity War trailer. And Marvel does this from time to time. They'll take things out and just, just to keep you guessing. But like, did you completely remove the background of where they were fighting? Like it just, there's a lot of space where they are. It just, the spacing's weird. Like it just, yeah. it, it didn't, it doesn't feel right. And maybe they did take something out. And and that's and that's why it looks and feels weird. Like on screen, um, for the end game trailer, I think they removed didn't they remove somebody in the background? Like uh when when uh they had that shot of uh Tony coming back to Earth, you had I think another like it seemed like there's supposed to be there's supposed to be somebody else there. Like mm-hmm. that extra room felt felt weird. And and I think Peacemaker did the same thing where uh, at the very end where, you know, Superman, Batman, all of them show up, they removed, well, they removed Superman. They removed somebody and it's just uh, like, Batman, I believe. Yeah. It just felt weird. Like, like you look at in the sky or you look in the background, you have a, 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 like the spacing just didn't feel right. And maybe that, maybe that's what they did with this is they removed some stuff and, and maybe they completely lifted the uh, the background of where they actually are, and that's why it felt weird. But yeah, I mean, but that's not why that's not stopping me from you know going to watch it. Like wonky CG is not going to stop me. Like I watched She Hulk in the first half of that. <laughs> the first half of She Hulk in the second half looked di- vastly different. Like the, her model looked different. So I'm not going to sit here and, and I watched the whole thing. I'm not going to. That's not going to prevent me from watching it. It is going to you know, draw my attention and just like it did in the trailer, but you know, I don't know, like, yeah, I'm, you know, the concept of flashpoint is exciting to me. The concept of having multiple Batman, Batman is, uh, is exciting to me. The concept of having multiple flashes is exciting. And then I think they also missed the mark of not having Gustin Grant on there. Um, that, that would have excited me a little bit more. So it's, the the movie itself on the surface looks pretty great. I'm not gonna lie, and it kind of hurts that I'm still deciding whether or not I'm gonna go watch it or not. But ugh, it's like you know I have to hold my nose the whole time Ezra Miller's on screen, and now we get two Ezra Millers. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> There's gonna be two of them on screen. So yeah, I mean yeah, I'll uh, I'll you know I'm probably wrestle wrestle with it you know up until opening week yeah uh same it, it's it's hard not to disassociate all the things especially you know because we've talked about it so much on this podcast when in regards to ezra miller it's so hard not to disassociate it's kind of a 
terrible person mm-hmm. <laughs> that's that's playing a character who should I should be raving about and loving right now. And I'm just like not over the moon with it, but I can't I can't deny it, it does look like a, a very well put together movie. CG aside, yeah, there is some spots where the CG didn't look quite right, but for the most part, it does look like a a, a real fun, interesting adaptation of flashpoint arguably one of the bigger you know story arcs in when it comes to dc comics and especially integral part in terms of i think what we're going to get moving forward with dc in terms of resetting the universe and setting up maybe this new story chapter that we're we're going into with uh with james gunn's chapter one gods and monsters so yeah i I don't know. We'll see. I'm, I'm mildly hyped for it, I guess. I'm mildly like, this is cool, but I'm maybe more hyped because of Michael Keaton and Ben Affleck and their interactions with Barry more than anything else. And Sasha Cowley. I, I, you know, we got a little bit of her talking in this trailer and I don't know if she'll be a scene stealer, but I'm very excited to see what she brings to the role um, in, in that way. And, and then Michael Shannon returning. I always liked, you know, say what you will about Man of Steel. Like I always liked his villain. I thought, I thought his Zod was always very good. I, that's one of the strong parts of that movie, I think. And so to have him back in the fold is, is exciting. Yeah. I, I mean, I think, um, I think he did a great job in, in Man of Steel and, and for the most part, I, you know, I think I enjoyed Man of Steel. There are a couple of things in there that's all very Zack Snydery. Um mm-hmm. that that's my dog. Oh st- <laughs> stretching. Oh okay. I was uh, like, what is that noise? <laughs> side note, um allergies are very bad this season and she there's a lot of uh what do you call those hot spots on uh there's one big giant hot spot on her and so she's had a rough time sleeping the last couple of weeks and Aww. we got we got her allergy shots yesterday she seems like she's been doing better um she's wearing a cone because of the hot spot um but uh yeah yesterday was the first night i think we heard her snoring throughout the night because she was so tired oh um she hasn't had good sleep and yeah that was rogue stretching out and just uh giving a, a, a some kind of moan that wasn't oh. that wasn't me that wasn't me <laughs> <laughs> um but anyway yeah m- you know man of steel very Zack snyder like you know there's Zack snyder stuff in man of steel which i wasn't very a uh, big fan of and and you know but uh, michael shannon did a good job and you know he uh michael shannon i think recently came out and said he was uh, upset about what happened with uh, Warner Brothers and, and Zack Snyder and all that stuff. And uh, he said he's talked to Zack Snyder. Zack Snyder gave his blessing. And that's why he's back in uh, back in the role of Zod in this movie. So, um, yeah, good for them for, to, to go out and, you know, get Michael Shannon to do that again. And, and you know, I think that that is that's pretty big. And, um, and you know, uh, if, if, if anything if this is going to reset the DCU, please get another flash. Uh, like, <laughs> like, like we can't, you know, like if you're not going to fix it, like I don't want to completely disassociate myself with DC comics. Cause I love, I grew up and fell in love with DC comics, Batman anime series. And, 
and and you know the Superman animation. It, it just like it was it was my childhood. Don't just don't don't let this don't let one person that chokes per, chokes somebody and grooms people and you know like just don't don't let that ruin it for a bunch of people out there, man. Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky. Lucky in line at the deli, I guess. Ah, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Speaking of, you know, we were talking about CGI. Speaking of CGI, there was a trailer that was heavily CGI this week called Transformers Rise of the Beasts. Mm. Excited to see some more Transformers, Jong? Um, it It's, uh, I'm on the borderline on this because that cartoon show was, you know, it was, it was part of my, uh, part of my, uh, uh, childhood. Um, and, um, I, I, Beast Wars was, you know, Beast Wars was great. I had all the toys, you know, and, you know, and knowing how, what we got with the Michael Bay Transformers and then seeing what a great Transformers movie could be in Bumblebee. You're kind of like, man, great. They're going back to maybe, you know, not world-breaking events and <laughs> not universe-breaking events. And you're like, man, yeah, it's a, it's, a, it's a grounded Transformers universe starting with Bumblebee and with a little bit of Optimus Prime. And then you, and then it's announced that we get Beast Wars. And you're kind of like, God damn it. Like, <laughs> now, now I, do have them, I do have to give them credit. The CG is a lot cleaner than it, it. The CG, the camera work. I guess it's not really camera work because it's like it's all CG. But but that 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 was pretty smooth, man. That's it, it looks smooth. It's gonna make a lot of money. I don't know how good it's gonna be. It it's funny because you. I was thinking that too in terms of like I liked Bumblebee because the stakes were much smaller there was only like three or four transformers in the movie and it was just a lower stakes movie, especially coming off of all the Michael Bay and all, all that era of transformer movies. I thought we were past that. I thought we were going to get something, you know, maybe the beginnings of the Decepticons Autobots fighting each other and everything. No, we went straight to Unicron in this one. And, there's a giant battlefield where they're fighting these scorpions that are, I don't know, I guess they're transformer scorpions and you know, whatever the case. And it's just, huh, we went, we amped it up this much, huh? Okay. All right. I mean, Unicron looked good. I mean, the CG, like you said, looks, looks pretty solid. I mean, I, I have no qualms about that, but man, does this, this movie give me strong Michael Bay vibes and, that concerns me a lot after what was done with the last one with Bumblebee where it felt like a much cleaner, nicer story. 
this one where you're amping it up with not only just the Autobots and and I guess the Decepticons maybe, but you got Unicron in the mix. And I don't know if that if that's the 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 villain transformer that they that that they show. I don't know if that's a new version of Megatron, if that's Galvatron, or if that's the Predacon version of mm-hmm. Megatron. I don't I don't know which it is. Whatever it is, cool, but Man, this, I am concerned. I am a little concerned about this movie. It, it you know what it is? It's like uh, if, if uh, the MCU's like Kevin Feige's like, okay, we're gonna do we're gonna do a reboot, reboot, we're gonna <laughs> reboot, and then we're going to start the universe off, or you know, we're gonna start the MCU back off with uh, I, I don't know who's who's a good uh, who's a good reboot that they could do without. I don't know. Let's let's uh, let's take Spider Man. We're gonna mm-hmm. recast Spider Man. We're gonna do you know Spider Man. Tom Holland's gonna be somebody else. And in the first movie's great. It's down to earth. No Iron Man Junior references. He's you know knitting his own costume. You know he's a street level uh, superhero. And then and then Spider Man Two. We're gonna throw in Galactus. <laughs> what I, I you know they're you know they, i guess they share the same universe but she's just like we're gonna throw in galactus and silver surfer you're just like huh <laughs> just like, yeah this is a universe universe bending movie like that's i mean i feel like that's unicron is is, is that it's like this giant creature that's gonna that's gonna freaking kill like universes mm-hmm. it's 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 I don't know, man. Like, I kind of wish that they they maybe did uh, another grounded story. Uh, maybe like a, a, you know when Optimus Prime first gets to Earth or something, and you know it's you know it's gonna be. I mean, it's gonna be cool. Like, you know, if you go in just you know turning off your brain for a little bit and just going in and and thinking like hey this is this is you're going to see a lot of explosions a lot of cool things and all that stuff that then i think you'll you'll enjoy yourself like i think you know as a as a you know blockbuster i think it's going to be fine but you know it's not you know bumblebee john cena withstanding i think was a pretty great movie on on itself um but yeah i i just can't see this being on that level like you're going to see a lot of cool explosions and cg and all that stuff but i don't think you're going to see get the the heart the heart that bumblebee had is not going to be in this yeah it's hard it's hard to say also it it felt like in the trailer towards the end of the trailer it it, it felt like because anthony ramos and dominic fishback are the two main human characters that i know about so far Anthony Ramos is in I've I don't know which transformer I forget which transformer but the, at the end of the trailer it's sh- the the transformer said something to the effect of like you take the wheels kid or guy or whatever you take the wheels man and he throws him something and something starts like covering his hand mm-hmm. and I wonder if he's getting his own like suit in a sense like almost like I I I don't want to equate it to an Iron Man suit, but like like a nanotech type suit or something that covers Anthony Ramos and where he can be a participant in the final battle in some way. It that I don't know if you read that at all with the trailer, but that's what it looked like to me and and how I read it in terms of 
are, we're not going to just have the humans running around with whatever the the MacGuffin of the movie is. We're going to have him actually be involved this time around. That would change things. I mean, not change things that's going to make it like great, but like, you know, that's another twist. I guess you could, you would say, I mean, another yeah. twist to, 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 I guess not make it stale uh, to add something new. Yeah. I don't, you know, I don't know. I don't know how I feel about it. It's like, eh, I guess that's like different and it would allow the humans to actually be more involved outside of just holding the MacGuffin and being like, we got to get it here or we got to do this with the MacGuffin, you know? Uh, I wonder if they're going to do another MacGuffin in this movie as well. There's, I just, all, there's always a MacGuffin in, in <laughs> especially in these giant blockbusters. It, and uh, there's probably a MacGuffin that's only on earth and that's the only way to stop Unicron. <laughs> of all places, why earth? <laughs> every time, <laughs> every time. <laughs> Every time I, I just wonder if we're going to get the ghost aspect of Starscream. <laughs> I just, uh, I just want to know if we get that. I don't know if we'll get that in that movie. Uh, but what we will get is, uh, we didn't get a trailer for this. It was just more of an announcement, but we are getting an animated speaking of transformers. We are getting an animated transformers movie that will feature everyone's favorite, uh, hammer wielding superhero chris hemsworth as optimus prime <sighs> no 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 peter cullen like there's no like no like there's nobody that's ever gonna convince me otherwise that peter cullen until the day he dies should not be playing optimus prime in anything like like Optimus Primal is is played by Ron Perlman, and even that no, like Peter have, have Peter Cullen do both, and then change like change his voice an octave or something. Like no, like that. Like Peter Cullen has such a unique and great voice, and like I don't think I will ever like of every actor that has voiced anything ever. Don't you think that uh, that association, Peter Cullen and Optimus Prime, is like number one of all time? Like even Kevin Conroy, I you know I, I you know I think is great, but Kevin Conroy and Mark Hamill, I think, are in your top five in terms of you know voice work. But Peter Cullen is is number one. Like that's Optimus Prime. Like you can't. Nobody's ever going to be convinced me otherwise that you're going to have somebody else play Optimus Prime other than Peter Cullen. Like unless he's like on his deathbed, and even then, I'll take, uh, you know, uh, you know, Peter Cullen's last breaths over like, you know, no disrespect to Chris Hemsworth, but you know, it's just it's weird. Why would you not ask Peter Cullen? Yeah, I don't understand the thought process. I guess because supposedly it's a young Optimus Prime in this so? one. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Still, uh. You changed. Yeah. You changed. Uh, you changed uh, Groot's voice, and it's still voiced by Vin Diesel. Yeah, it's called pitch, <laughs> pitch effect. Yeah, just change it yeah. a little bit. What are y'all uh, doing? Also, I guess, I guess robots' voices change over time. I guess is what we're saying. I guess. <laughs> uh, but the cast. Uh, I'm curious your reaction to the rest of this cast. So obviously, this is this. This animated feature will focus on the origin story 
of the Transformers on Cybertron, where a young Optimus Prime and a young Megatron will go from brothers in arms to sworn enemies. So Chris Hemsworth is playing a young Optimus Prime. Brian Tyree Henry is playing a young Megatron. Alita is playing, that's one of the Transformers, is being played by Scarlett Johansson. Bumblebee is being played by Keegan-Michael Key. John Hamm is going to be playing Sentinel Prime. And Alpha Trion will be played by Lawrence Fishburne. That is such a, let's get the biggest people we can get (laughs) for this movie. Yeah. um, Wild. you, You need to make a lot of money with this because... I mean, you're you're talking about you're you're talking about a lot of money is going towards um, the casting, you know, the cast, and I would imagine not a lot of money is going to be allotted for marketing, and not a lot of money is going to be allotted for maybe even writers. I, you got to make a lot of money with this, like you you do to to make it be a success. Outside, you know, obviously the cast is its own thing, but like the concept, I think, is what I'm most interested in because my thing has always been I would rather see at this point, I don't want to see another human reacting like, oh my gosh, you transform. You know, like I've I've seen that eight times or whatever it's been, however many movies it's been. I don't think we need to see that again. So I would like stuff that is more focused on Cybertron. So I do like the concept of it. Mm-hmm. But yeah, Chris, like this, this was just a, somebody Googled who do the kids like right now? Who's hot? Chris Hemsworth. Let's get him. Scarlett Johansson. Let's get her. Who's an old actor. I like Lawrence Fishburne. Let's get him. You know what I mean? Like, it's just like, I don't, I don't know. John Hamm is Sentinel Prime. I don't know. I don't know if I like like it. it obviously, we got to wait a while for for this, but the concept I'm okay with. The cast, you know, I don't know. I say that, and I didn't wasn't necessarily thrilled with the Super Mario Brothers cast, yeah. and that made a billion dollars. But of course, that's Mario, and we're talking Transformers. Tomatoes, tomatoes. I don't know that this movie is going to make a billion. No. Oh no. 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 Yeah. No, I mean, no, no. Yeah, they. I think they were like, "Hey, let's 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 run down a, a list of uh, MCU actors and actresses, and let's cast four of the six. <laughs> yeah, that's <laughs> like, true. Oh, yeah. All right, all right, cool. Like, it's. I don't know. I I think if you look at the casting individually, I think they. I think you know, the big names. You know, if you just had Lauren Fish, Lawrence Fishburne voicing Optimus Prime or something like that, man, that's huge. And then you're like, okay, let's, uh, or if you just had John Hamm voicing somebody, that'd be great. Or Chris Hemsworth's, you know, Transformer movie. That's great. Brian Tyree Henry's Transformer movie. That's great. But then like you look and then you put them all together. You're just kind of like, huh? (laughs) (laughs) I mean, I guess, you know, I felt the same way. Like you said, I felt the same way with the Mario movie. You're just kind of like, you just crammed a bunch of people in there and, and, and they made it work. Um, but it's just kind of like, come on guys like you know you don't need this like you don't need star studded people voicing animated characters like you, like 
we don't need Vin Diesel voicing Groot. Bradley Cooper voicing Rocket has been fire. That's been great. Yeah, like, yeah, we don't we we don't need I am Groot voiced by one of the richest richest guys in Hollywood. Like, we don't need that. Like, and it's it's also too like Bradley Cooper actually does a voice. Like he yeah, actually, yeah. without. You telling me, I can't necessarily think that that's Bradley Cooper without no, you know, like I only know it because of the credits and all that. I don't recognize that as Bradley Cooper right off the bat. Mm -hmm. The, the, the casting of like Chris Pratt as Mario, that's Chris Pratt trying to do a voice. Like that's mm -hmm. not the, the, the acting, I'm sure he's attempting it and it's, you know, I haven't seen the movie yet, so I can't say if it was terrible or not, but it's just like, there is doing a voice and getting lost in a character. And there is some people can make it work like Lawrence Fishburne as alpha Tryon. I think he's got a great voice. I think he can make it work, but there's a lot of times when you get those big names, they just do their own voice and do their shtick as that character. And it just doesn't make sense or work. And it just takes mm -hmm. you out of the moment. Cause it's yeah. just like, like Donkey Kong is just Seth Rogen. Uh, and, you know, and I don't know like if that, is okay in the film or not, but like, it's not Seth Rogen, do it a voice. It's just Seth Rogen's voice. <laughs> it's just that <laughs> that's all it is. So, you know, and, and they're not the only ones to do that, but there's other cases where that happens and it, it can take you out of the moment. Yeah. Uh, and I think Jack Black's, uh, um, what's called, um, uh, why am I blinking on his name? Bowser. Bowser, yeah, Jack Black's Bowser. Like, if you were telling me that's Jack Black, I, I don't think I would have believed you. Like that, no, that's he, that's a good voice. Yeah, he's doing a fun, interesting take on Bowser. Yeah, yeah. So, I, yeah, that 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 I think you would have. I think you could have gotten away with um, Jack Black's name builds number one, and then cast somebody that's not Chris Pratt for Mario, and build that as number two. And I think you still would have gotten. I mean, you could have casted anybody and still gotten a hundred, uh, you know, a billion dollars. Like name, um, namesake, na the billing for Mario. I don't think would have changed anything. Mm -hmm. Nobody's going to watch this movie because of Chris Pratt. They're going to watch it because it's Mario. Right. Exactly. Uh, this is a smaller scale one, but Haley Steinfeld voices one of the main characters in Arcane, that show, the animated show on Netflix that I've talked about incessantly when i can go watch it if you haven't uh she i didn't recognize that that was her at first like i didn't realize she was playing um god what's the character's name vi or v or whatever i didn't realize that that was her and it wasn't until the credits that it was like oh that's Haley steinfeld like that i got lost in the character and she is that character every time i i watch that show because it's, it's a good show watch it if you haven't watched it yeah, uh, yeah, you can't tell. And um, when you when you told me about it, I was like, "Really?" I was like, "Oh mm -hmm. man, she is having a big." You know, we were talking about. I think we were talking about this when Arcane first came out, and I think like you were like, "Oh, she's having a big year." I was like, "What else has she done?" And you're like, "Arcane." You're like, "Oh, oh, that's her." I was like, mm -hmm. "Yeah, you want." I think with with animated voices, I think you want that kind of surprise. Where you're just like, you don't care. It, it, the the name of the person playing that character is not bigger than the character itself. Like Chris Pratt right. is bigger than Mario, not not like that, but like 
not like uh, Mario's 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 one of the biggest you know IPs in the world, but like it takes you out when you're like it's Chris Pratt voicing Mario and the voice is a little weird and it's not it's a me a Mario it's not like mm-hmm. that you know it's like it, it doesn't sound like that we didn't you know like it's just like that first almost feels like that first Sonic model that we got we we're just kinda like you took the nostalgia away from all of us we we're just like Sonic looks weird and then they they the studio changed mm-hmm. it and then you, you know. It's uh when we first saw that trailer and you had that you know Chris Pratt voicing Mario and you heard Mario talk you just like oh, it, it took it took you out it took me out of it and you're just like man that's it's a, it's a bit of a bummer but you know it's it, I mean who am I to say made a billion dollars I'm trying to remember the guy who, who uh, voiced Sonic I can picture his his uh, his fa- like I I know he's been in a ton of stuff. Uh, ben Schwartz, that's who it is. Yeah. I thought he did a, I thought he did a fine job as Sonic. Like I, I got lost into it. Like he has a distinct part, like distinct sound when it comes to his voice, but it's it was distinct enough to where it didn't bother me necessarily for for those movies. I thought I thought his did well. The other person that I thought of that kind of goes against what what I'm saying but I think for the film and the way the film explains it it works Ryan Reynolds as Pikachu like that actually when you watch the movie it's like well especially like the trailers it's like that's just Ryan Reynolds being Pikachu but then the movie happens and it kind of explains things a little bit so it's like I get it in the end but that one actually did kind of work to to the but that was because of a story plot I guess Mm-hmm. But and uh, man, I don't know if he's still alive. But Charles was it Martin Martinet? Oh the, yeah, the, he's still alive. Okay, why, he's in the why, movie. <laughs> but but why not get him to do the entire movie? He's in the movie and he doesn't voice the character that he's voiced for years. <laughs> that's it's that's strange to me. Like, I mean. Maybe it's a one thing that if if maybe if Chris Pratt was a producer, I can maybe get it. But I think it's still like if if you were to tell me the top billing goes Jack Black, Anya to- Taylor Joy, Charlie Day, Seth Rogen, my uh, Keegan Michael Key, Fred Armisen, that's still a strong cast, right? Yeah, it's still a strong cast. But, but if you, I guess if you look at it, Anya Taylor Joy would probably be the top top uh, would be the top billing on that cast. But you just like, I mean, I, I like Chris Pratt. I think he's a nice guy. He's a good guy, but he's in everything. <laughs> he is in everything. Yeah, I was like, well, all right. And it's, I mean, I don't know. It's like with animated movies. I, I mean, yeah, it's cool when you see some of those names, but. Tim, maybe it's just me. I just, I don't, I don't ever like think of, oh, Chris Pratt's in this animated movie. I got to go see it. You know what I mean? Like an animated movie, I'm more so concerned about the look of it. I don't know. Like, I, I don't know if I'm explaining that right. Like, I just, I guess you could say that for any movie, but it's just when it comes to animation and it's like eight A list stars left and right, I was like, oh, that doesn't do anything for me in no. this case. It does little to nothing for me. No, neither the celebrities pit, like uh, um, what's it called doing commercials for like Apple TV. Like I'm not getting Apple TV because Timothy Charlemagne is doing commercial for Apple TV. Like no, 
Yeah. It's it's just weird to me. It, you know, I guess it's not you know that those type of commercials are marketed to me, but you know, we know what movie Chris Pratt was in that he was actually great in in animation, Lego Movie. Oh Lego yeah, movie. yeah. Was it Lego Movie? Yeah, yeah he was Lego, it was movie, Lego yeah. movie. Yeah. And you're like, I didn't know that was Chris Pratt until I actually, you know, looked up that movie on on IMDb. Or just like, and I don't think his name was very prominent on uh, on on um, on any posters or anything like that either. And then you you look, you watch the movie, and you're like, man, that was actually pretty great, and that character was great. And you're like, oh, that was Chris Pratt. Oh, that's cool. Like, I think I, I wanted something like that. That would have been nice. But to each their own, I guess. Well, like Will Arnett played Batman in the Lego Batman movie. Yeah, he was perfect. He was- <laughs> yeah. It was so great. And, and it's, he's got just a naturally kind of deep voice, mm-hmm. but you know, he really amped it up for the movie, but his, he, he was so good. And I wouldn't consider like Will Arnett, I think is, is a name in Hollywood, but I don't, he, he's obviously nowhere near the levels of a Chris Pratt or Anya Taylor joy or anything like that. And that movie succeeded. I think, you know, you, you still had somebody that, that, Kind as a name, kind of not, but it's more about the performance, and he nailed that performance. Yeah, I mean, I I kind of hope that we get more of you know of that than we did of this. I mean, it's gonna get a sequel. Chris Pratt's probably gonna come back as. I mean, you can't like not bring him back as Mario. Like, yeah, yeah but you know, yeah, I'll uh, I haven't seen it yet. Uh, I'll probably eventually go watch it or uh, wait for it to come uh, available for streaming. But, you know, it's uh, there's not a lot of I don't know, like I have to be more selective now, you know, like. Um, yeah, like, for sure. There, You know, there's movies that out there that I wanted to go watch, like Top Gun and stuff like that. And I just didn't have a chance to. I probably go, man, I probably go like, you know, four or five times a year now since Brie was born. So it's, uh, um, yeah, just. This just doesn't happen as much as it used to, and and for sure don't shoot. I need to go watch John Wick. Um, I know, me too. Yeah, it just uh, the things you know, Guardians. I'm not going to be able to probably watch on opening weekend, which you know kind of sucks. But you know, you're dealing with uh, you know you have other you know other stuff that is more important, and you know it's uh, about you know finding babysitters and whatnot, but. You know, it's uh, I'll eventually go watch it, and um, you know we probably won't be able to. Oh no, you'll be able to do uh, a non-spoiler review for us uh, after it comes out. So that's that's one of the th- one of the things that kind of was great was that when we both go watch it, we can talk about the whole entire thing and, and go in depth, and 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 then waiting a week or two to do that afterwards doesn't quite have the same buzz around a movie like that. True. But don't you worry, Jong. I'll fall on the sword. I'll go watch the movie for you. I'll, I'll, I have no kids, so I, I have no. <laughs> so I'll, I'll make it. I'll try at least. I say that, but there's so many movies right now that I, I've wanted to watch, but I just haven't had the time. Even this weekend, there's a movie called, uh, I think it's called uh, Sisu, 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 and. It is basically a World War II version of John Wick, if that does anything for anybody. Hmm. It, it is the trailer. 
Oof, man, it is a it's a Finnish movie, but it's releasing nationwide this weekend. We're recording this April twenty or April thirtieth, and it is literally like a Finnish man who is a who's hunting for gold, finds gold. Nazis are trying to take his gold. He says no, basically, <laughs> and it's the most John Wick esque movie you will you will see the trailer is phenomenal if you for folks if you like john wick check out sisu s-i-s-u that's it just check it out and i i I think you all will be happy um speaking of trailers john we're running long on time so i i'll i'll throw these three out to you you decide which you want to talk about we have the witcher season three teaser the twisted metal teaser or the Craven the Hunter teaser trailer that was only described has yet to be released. Which one you want to talk about before we run out of here? <laughs> I gave you a plethora of great options, sir. <laughs> well, I didn't finish season two of Witcher. Okay. Okay. So, okay. Well, Witcher, I, I, no. Well, I didn't, I didn't even start season two of The Witcher. Okay, that's um, yeah, that's kind of a yeah, okay. Which is a problem. Um, that's a little bit of a problem, yes. <sighs> Craven. Twisted metal. <laughs> Twisted metal. Okay, all right. Well, we got our first teaser for Twisted Metal with Anthony Mackie. It really doesn't show too no. much. <laughs> it just shows Anthony Mackie in a car getting a shotgun ready dancing to i forget the name of the song and then the logo and then we see briefly probably the most recognizable car slash character from the game sweet tooth mm-hmm. briefly and yeah that's about it yeah and the the ice cream truck um yeah yeah uh i i mean i'm not running to peacock to 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 watch this you know it's uh, it's a series and it's going to be only on Peacock and you know I I no I'm not I'm not buying Peacock just to watch Twisted Metal like I love the game growing up it was awesome it's just hardcore violence and you know teenager teenage boy going through puberty you want to just take your aggression off on you know video games and stuff like that but you know Anthony Mackie's nice you're not this isn't moving the needle for me i'm not gonna you know i'm not gonna go out and start a free trial on peacock like if i want a peacock i'd get it and watch the office you know <laughs> it's uh it's, it, it does nothing for me neither did Cra- craven does nothing for me and I, I could care less and you know i i wish that i kept up with the witcher because you know this is what this is uh henry cavill's last season right so yeah i need to catch up on uh on the witcher and and um but yeah like yeah i mean it, tr- cool trailer cool uh sweet tooth looks menacing cool ice cream truck like it brings back childhood nostalgia but yeah i'm not i'm not buying peacock for it which apparently samoa joe is playing sweet tooth oh really yeah i huh. did not know that <laughs> right, i guess you don't need to be an actor like, yeah you just just look scary <laughs> yeah, scary and and just uh, just run around and try to kill people. Yeah, there you go. So if he's got it. He's got it down. It'll be fine. Uh, yeah, the trailer itself, I was I was very 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 lukewarm on it, and more like cold on it. 
it was very much a because they built it up this week, not like a ton, but it was like teaser trailer drop in on Friday. It's I wouldn't even call that a teaser. That was just concept. That was like a, a almost like a concept video. You just see the one vehicle driving down, Anthony Mackie dancing, delivers a, a goofy one liner, whatever he says in it, and then you got Sweet Tooth showing up. It's described as an action comedy, and it seems like it's going to be a half hour action comedy series, dark comedy, obviously. Um, yeah, I loved Twisted Metal when I was a kid. I don't think I'll love Twisted Metal the the show. I just I have a hard time buying into the the because like Twisted Metal was a game that I'm gonna be honest. If it had a story, I had no idea. No, I was just no. <laughs> I was just blowing up stuff. I was just driving around, blowing up stuff. That's all I was doing. It's it's always befuddling to me when they try to put hardcore story into games that had zero story. Looking at you, Rampage. Looking <laughs> at some of these other ones. What are you gonna do? What you, what what is there to do? The whole point of the game is just to blow up stuff. You can't have a show that's all blow up stuff. I mean, you could, it probably won't be good. This doesn't, I mean, it didn't even give us that. Like it just go, gave us two characters and that was it. Like it, it, it looked like every run of the mill action show or movie that has an apocalyptic, apocalyptic future where people battle with cars like death race yeah. or whatever. It just, it looked very generic to me. I saw people on the YouTube comments for the, the trailer like, yeah, Sweet Tooth started at 40, 40 seconds. Like, yeah, I mean, it's, yeah, it's all right. But it's like, it's still like nothing, nothing. Maybe if they, I was trying to remember the character that I used to play a lot. If they had showed Axel in the trailer, I would have been more hyped. Do you remember Axel from Twisted Metal? Oh, no. He was a guy that was just in between two wheels. He was just basically, it was almost like he's oh, holding yeah. the wheels together. Yeah. yeah I remember yeah, Axel. Yeah. 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 That's, that's if like, maybe if they had showed Axel in the trailer, maybe I would have been more about it, but that's yeah. No, the trailer was like, it didn't do much for me. It was just like, Oh, this is going to probably be bad. <laughs> yeah. I mean the, here's the, uh, here's the synopsis. It's very short, just like the trailer. <laughs> Uh, it's, it says follows a, a motor mouth outsider offered a chance at better, a better life, but only if he can successfully, successfully deliver a mysterious package, the MacGuffin that's not in there, uh, across a post apocalyptic <laughs> wasteland. So that would have been, that would have been funny if they included MacGuffin, um, a deliver yeah, that, a MacGuffin. <laughs> that's literally like. Every like I don't know. That's just it seems very generic to me. Like yeah. I, and and I like Anthony Mackie. Nothing against Anthony Mackie. I really like I like when he does comedy too. I think he's a strong comedic actor, um, as well as drama. He's he's good at drama and everything too. But I like Anthony Mackie, so I'll probably I'll, maybe I'll watch something. But I'm not rearranging my week to catch twisted metal i'm probably gonna if i do watch it i'll probably watch one episode and then quickly forget about it because it's just i don't think like if you're trying to get me hyped for this show i feel like you do more than what they did in, in terms of like 
again, it felt like a concept trailer more than a actual teaser trailer. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it just doesn't give you anything. It doesn't like at least like the like the Witcher season three trailer was a teaser very much like the other one was a teaser, but it actually showed you some clips from the the show and things like that. Like everything they showed me in that trailer, I don't think is in the show because it's just like sweet tooth menacing. <laughs> like you could just shoot that in the parking lot, like Anthony Mackie in the car dancing. They just shot that in the parking lot. Like it was nothing that would say episode one got me hooked. Zero. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, but 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 you just you gave me a whole lot of nothing at the end right there with uh, <laughs> offering me to talk about a, 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 a trailer that I actually I didn't watch the trailer uh, the trailer that I didn't watch or a series I'm, I'm behind on uh, a, a, a teaser trailer that was like really short and didn't have anything or Craven. <laughs> I, you know, I was giving you t- some great options there. What do yeah, you mean? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> a trailer uh, that wasn't even released. <laughs> y- yeah, I. Uh, what, are we hyped about? Uh, are we hyped about Craven? <laughs> is that no? Is that, is that what we're doing here? <laughs> no, not at all. No, it's I not, just. I like Aaron Taylor Johnson too, but like, I, you know. I, 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 it does nothing for me. It's R rated. Ooh, cool. But, I mean, but how do you, you know, how do you do, how do you do Craven without Spider Man? Like Morbius without Spider Man, Venom without Spider. It just, you know, yeah, you know the the. Here's the synopsis on IMDb. Russian immigrant Sergey Kravenov is on a mission to prove that he is the greatest hunter in the world. Is this the 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 longest? What is this? The longest race, or what is what is that show called? Amazing Race. Oh, Amazing Race. <laughs> <laughs> what, what are we doing? Well, apparently, at the beginning of the trailer, he kills poachers. I mean, yeah, yeah. I mean, this feels very two thousand y to me, like the late nineties, two thousand before we got like you know Dark Knight and or Batman Begins and Spider Man, the Spider Man franchise. I, you know, yeah, sure. I, yeah, I, I mean, I, was I, was I tempted to watch Morbius in this last couple of weeks? Kind of, but I was just like, right after that, ten seconds of t- contemplating, I was like, ah, it's like, no, I'm not, <laughs> I'm not doing doing that to myself. I've already watched like X Men Apoc. I mean, uh, not Apocalypse. Uh, was the X Men? Yeah, it was it. No, no. What was the last one? Oh, Dark Phoenix. Uh, Dark I Phoenix. watched Dark Phoenix and I wanted to shoot myself. Um, and I'm not. I'm not doing that again. I was like, "How bad the kid this be?" And he's like, "Yeah, it's pretty bad." Yeah, I'm not I would. Watching. I would honestly take Dark Phoenix over Morbius. <laughs> I would honestly like if you presented those options to me. I would honestly take Dark Phoenix over Mor- Morbius. Morbius is such a confusing movie. Where I was like, what is the point of this movie? It's so it's it's the only good thing about that movie is Matt Smith. Matt Smith mm-hmm. is having a ball. Well, as, I'm sure he's the is. villain. <laughs> but there's some just confusing things that happen in that movie. And the post-credit scene is one of the most awkward, makes no sense post-credit scenes I've ever seen. It's just wild, wild what that movie was like we're going to release this <laughs> and, and they're going to enjoy it. Like that's just, that movie is something. 
No, I'm, I'm, I'm not. We're not more doing any Mormon times or, uh, you know, like no, no, craving. It's time to craving or I don't know. Are you craving for some Sony? I mean, we're gonna get a Venom, another Venom movie, apparently. So, yeah, we are. Apparently, uh, of course, Rhino briefly appears in the footage and says, "Quote." Don't you want to know why they call me the rhino as his arm morphs? And apparently he has gray skin. So, mm. hey, Ooh. no mechanical rhino this time around. Oh, the, God, that was terrible. <laughs> Paul Giamatti. That was oh, so bad. He was he's such a good actor, but that was so terrible. It felt it, it just seemed like a payday. Oh, yeah. That was, that was oh, God. Spider-Man. Amazing Spider-Man 2 was just god awful. I can't believe you followed up the Amazing Spider-Man with that. Ah, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. oh Sony, don't worry, <laughs> we're gonna write that Rhino sh- sh- ship and get it right with Craven. Yeah, who's who's being described as an antihero a lot in this stuff, and I don't know. How? I've seen Craven. That man was a villain. <laughs> I mean, more. They said Morbius was an antihero. Yeah, they did. We got a whole bunch of Sony verse, like Sony verse ain't anti uh, heroes running around. I mean, they're gonna they're gonna form the like the anti hero Sinister Six, and <laughs> who are they gonna fight? That's what I was trying to think. Who else could are they gonna flip to be like an anti hero? And try to explain it away. Like, do they try and explain uh, Scorpion being an antihero at some point? Do they, you know, I don't know. Who else do they try and do that to? Try and apply that that antihero <sighs> treatment to? Hobgoblin? Mm. I don't know. I don't know. But I do know that the end of the podcast is now. We are done. We're done talking about all these trailers. See, it was a lot. I didn't expect this much. Um Thank you all for listening to issue 483 of Comic Cast. And you can follow us on social media. I'm at producer Mike975. And I'm at One Punch. And we will talk to you guys next week, probably a little bit more about some other trailers that may release and definitely Comic Palooza. But what we won't talk to you about is Morbius. Goodbye. <laughs> See you. <ya. laughs>